Lit and Lucid podcast fans. This is Lit and Lucid here recording live from Mile High. This week we are doing episode 9 with uh, Lamar J. Bird from Kush Pump and Kush Nutra. Uh, today he's going to talk about different uh, supplements for your workout routine and how to incorporate cannabis into those supplements. And I think we're going to dive deep into how those actually affect your body and work together synergistically. And um, I think it's going to be really cool. What's up? What's going on, guys? Sorry for the awkward blink there. I'm smoking a joint. <laughs> That's what Thank- we're all about, dog. Thanks for having me, having me on, guys. I'm excited. You know, as you say, we're, we're going to get lifted. Uh, Getting lit. In, in all sorts of ways. Whether it be... Getting lifted. Exactly. Oh, hashtag. <laughs> so, Kush, so, so just so you guys know, it's except the stage. Uh, definitely works out. Definitely smokes weed. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to finding out how to incorporate two of those things together. Because you do it well, man. So, so well, tell us about yourself. Well, well, where do I start here? Um, well, first of all, I'm from, moved here about two years ago uh, to Denver and came from Orlando, Florida, where I spent most of my life as an athlete playing sports, baseball. Most of my life, my dad was a pro athlete, so he taught me the, kind of the basics and all that kind of stuff. And like, it's kind of funny growing up, like when I got in trouble, he would like haze me when I would get in trouble, you know, he would send me to the gym. Now I'm a fucking bodybuilder, so kind of. <laughs> so I, I guess it kind of may backfired a little bit, but uh, you know it's kind of funny. And him being like a pro athlete, growing up, like weed was like a no. Like I couldn't get, I couldn't oh, yeah. get caught with it. Yeah. Didn't smoke it, you know, like because I knew like that, that was my that was my ass on the line. So, and even then, in the beginning, like when I first tried weed, I didn't like it. Yeah. What was your experience? I remember skipping school in like 11th grade, 12th grade, like a couple of times, and it was a bunch of us, and we fucking turned on the fucking Discovery Channel, I remember, because we got like new like high-def TVs, like, yo, Lamar, you're going to get stoned, you're going to like this shit. Planet Earth it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I remember we just got like, we started smoking, and like, uh, I was like, I don't like this. Like, I was like, what the fuck? But, uh, so go- going from sports, once I, growing up in that, I played baseball in my life, played two years of college baseball. And then from there, I got into the supplement industry. And so, growing up playing baseball, it was all about just, like, performance. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't ever get big. But actually, in high school, I had, like, all the bodybuilding magazines and shit. So, I could never get big. And so, once I stopped playing baseball, I was like, oh, fuck, here's my time to actually, like, take advantage of the gym. Right. Because now there's no limit. I, like, added five pounds one summer. I came back, and everyone's like, dude, you hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So at that point, I was just ready to really uh, get serious about working out, got into competing. I've been competing since 2010 was my first show, nine, 2009, so uh, 2010 was, so, but I was actually training all 2009. I actually, I fucked up and waited till like the last day to sign up and they were like, I'm like, fuck, the season's over. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wait till 2010. Well, that's all right, you I came was, back. Strong, yeah, no, actually, I, I won that show. So, anyways, got into competing, and then that's when I really started to like have like a fascination for my body, and kind of just like appreciation for weight, supplements, foods, different qualities of foods, even just understanding all the different basic stuff from like understanding like there's Walmart quality, there's stuff in between that's good, and then there's stuff that's like mislabeled and fancy that's still just fucking shit like the rest of the products. Right. So that was really me understanding my body 
And for my first couple years of competing, like, this is me still not liking weed or any of that stuff. I didn't actually like weed until I was, like, my last year in college, and it was after a breakup. That'll do it. I was like, my roommate, he's like, he's like, I'm going to turn into a little stoner. I'm going to get you high. And I'm like, he's like, hand me a bong, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm like, because before, again, I was playing baseball, and, like, the girl I dated didn't really like it, so I never wanted to try it. And so then from there, I took the hit of the bong, and it was, like, something, like, fucking fruity. I don't know what it was. And that first hit, just, like, I still hear that fucking bong gargling in my yeah. head. And I was, like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so what about the weed that you found was good for working out? Or, like, how did you find that relationship between the two? It's funny, because I didn't turn to this huge, huge stoner and, like, knowing all the benefits until I got to Colorado. Because... So when did you come to Colorado? Uh, March of 2014. Okay. Well, actually, I'll say I had a bad breakup, and that turned me into a stoner. I just smoking all fucking day before the gym. I didn't care what strain it was. I just wanted to get high and just like... But I knew that some strains had me like weird and feeling like kind of like a little bit more down than others. And I right. knew that... So like I could just tell by the look and the smell. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be good. Or right, straight. because you didn't get like education on it then, right? You just got whatever it was, no, and no. you just what it was. Yeah, it, I mean, it was coming from like Colorado, yeah. but like you don't that, need to pick your strain at that point. Yeah, and it wasn't even like they say it was Blue Dream, but like I don't think it was fucking Blue Dream, or I don't think it was Train back then. He had stuff. That Everything they, I sold was Blue Dream. Everything. Blue Dream or Sour Yeah, exactly. You know, and like, and I think like Train Wreck, quote unquote, came down one time. And I, but, uh, <clears throat> so finally once I got here and I had like some of the diesels, some of the, like the super lemon haze and I was like, wow, I was like this fucking pumping high is amazing. And so right whenever I kind of had that breakup, that's when I fucking first dropped Kush Pump shirts because I, I had another like t-shirt company and I was selling fitness stuff. I had stuff that was like California based stuff that was like. It was like some cool different themed stuff. It had like Pump City, like Kush Pump, and so that's like the, the birth of that. And so that's when I came to Colorado. I was like, all right, I got to figure out what I want to do and how I'm going to incorporate this. This come. I know I wanted to come here and be in the industry, but I didn't know how. And like I had this shirt company called Kush Pump, but like I don't know what kind of products. I don't really know if it would like kind of walk in and get a license like that. I didn't know anything. I was such an outsider, and so I kind of think people thought I had more of an idea of what I was going to do once I got here than, like, I really did. I just fucking knew that... I came here from actually competing. I did a show here and fucking fell in love, and people gave me some, like, uh, some, like, some med side weed, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fire. So I came back to visit, and so... So how do you feel... Was it hard to enter into the industry coming from out of state and not knowing, or what yeah, was your experience with that? Uh, working for places, like, for, like, fucking... 10, 11 dollars an hour and people treating you like shit <laughs> finding very few companies like far in between but actually I got lucky finding some good trim jobs now but <clears throat> so but people kind of saw that I was like doing shirts and they were kind of like receptive to the idea because there's not really like a fitness brand that like really like embraces smoking like like I do like some of them are are fitness related but I don't see any of them smoking. Right. I don't see any of them fucking doing dabs. Like, you feel like you're really incorporating like, the lifestyle. Like, this is, I take fucking three dabs and I smoke a joint before I go to the gym. Like, I don't see people doing that. And right. so, but there, and there's a lot of us that do do that. That's the thing. Like, in my DMs, I get messages all the time from people just saying, they just like, what I post and what I do. And like, I know I lose followers because people get tired of seeing me smoking weed. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, 
I know there's a whole fucking group of us out there that are just that are doing that. smoking weed and being active. And like, we're in Colorado, so we're I think we're used to it now. Like, mm-hmm. we're just it's used becoming to, more mainstream. It's becoming more mainstream. So us just smoking weed and working out and doing stuff like a lot of people just do that. But still, like when I go back to the East Coast, it's like it's way different. It's still so different because right. they're still stuck on right. what the, what the dude can give you. So they don't they don't have they can't control variables. So mm-hmm. when you can't control variables, like. I didn't smoke a lot of weed before I worked out until I had like that that stressor that made me want to smoke weed. A lot of times I was very careful, or if I knew that I had like a bad bag, per se, if I had like an indica, I, yeah. knew, I knew that I'm like, okay, I'll smoke at 12 and I'll work out like at 4, but I wasn't smoking like at 4 and working out at 5 with the indica. Right. Versus a sativa, I was like fucking doing bowls in the car. like yeah. trying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So like, what, what do you feel like, how does the cannabis make you feel when you go work out? Like, what is that feeling for you? Just focus, endurance, and my muscle connection. You can really feel mm-hmm. the muscle connection, It's right? definitely, it's all about the pump, because because right. that was my other company, Chase the Pump, and I was all about, like, getting the best workout possible, and this is before weed, so once I found weed, made the workout Double. even better, I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, this is what we needed. <laughs> this is the answer. I, and I mean, like, not to be, like, like, too blunt, but, like, as being a bodybuilder, and, like, doing steroids, smoking weed, taking pre-workout supplements, like, yo, our workouts were fucking intense. We're using a lot of different variables to make our workouts awesome. So, like, you got those two things you're already using, and you put, like, something like cannabis into that, and, like, finding, like, your CBD ratios, Mm -hmm. that is, Just takes you to the next level. It definitely, for sure, as far as, like, reducing, uh, like, inflammation and just getting, like, in that lifting zone and and recovering, it just makes things, like, Mm -hmm. so much better, and with using cannabis and CBD and like getting treated for like muscle modalities and like massages, I started to realize like what was actually pain versus inflammation. Because once I actually could have access to good quality THC and CBD and those ratios to use it, uh, whether it be like digestion stuff, I was like, oh fuck, my, my shoulders aren't even sore anymore and it's been a week. Like maybe I didn't need like that massage or that chiro just maybe it was just hella inflamed. Right. I, need to, I need to stay on top of my CBD for the week, oh, okay. so something like that doesn't creep up. Interesting. Yeah. You know. So how long did it take you to kind of realize that? So like a week, or I mean, like the big picture. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, just like when did it hit you that hey, you know, there's something to this? So I've been here for two years, and probably for the first year and a half, I was really CBD. I mean, uh, THC dominant. I smoked some CBD strings, and I didn't have a good response to it. But I just think. It was like just my response to THC in yeah. I didn't like that shit either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, but I knew I was like, I kept reading articles and I'm like, I'm personal experiment on, on myself, you know? So I was like, I'm going to keep on trying the CBD thing because even my first CBD tincture, I had like 25 milligrams and I passed out like 10 minutes later. Granted, it was a really bad day I had. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like the CBD made me fall asleep because when I woke up, I was like, I had a bad day, but I feel good. Right. You know? So, I was going through prep, and prep is very unhealthy. Right. Sports are unhealthy because we're doing it for entertainment at the at the end of the day. Oh yeah. That's that's that we're gonna we're gonna pay you big money for entertainment to sacrifice your livelihood. That's what sports are. Right. And bodybuilding is a very not well paid sport. (laughs) But uh, (coughs) so because you're doing you're doing cardio. I was doing like two hours of cardio a day. I was eating like six meals a day, but they're all just like five ounces of protein. And I was like 
like right now I'm like 230 and when I'm dieting I'm like 215 but I'm like that's a big 215 you know what I mean so my metabolism is on fire and doing all those things really not being healthy but you're eating a diet for performance so I really think you're throwing off your uh, endocannabinoid system and your homeostasis of things because you're just going for a fucking look you know yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, you it, just got to get there. You just got you just got to get there. And so, I started having like more anxiety and like freakouts, and I probably had it in other preps, but I didn't have like weed to use. And so, once I had that CBD tincture, and I was like using it, and I was like I was like, "Fuck, I'm like this is awesome. Like I feel so much better right now." And the, the just like the person I was around at that time, like they just like I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I need my CBD. Like, this is, yeah. I'm, I'm like freaking out right now. Yeah. This is like not cool. And I know it's because I'm prep and I haven't, I've been doing two and a half hours of cardio, yeah. zero carbs for 10 days. And, but still, it's kind and, of like a lifeline. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. After I started doing that regimen, like you were telling me, mm-hmm. and I did it for like a week, and then like the last day I had not taken it. And I, that's how I was. I was all irritated and like having a bad day. And I'm like, where's that CBD at? Like, yeah. I should take the CBD. And then once I took it, I did. I felt like more calm. Yeah. For sure. So, and my thing was in this last prep where actually I did good, I won a show in San Diego and then I placed six at nationals. So that's like, that's, that's pretty good. But, uh, my thing in prep is I couldn't afford it because it was, it's so expensive. I, I take like 120 to 180 milligrams a day of CBD. So, and in prep, lower body fat. So I feel like your absorption might be down a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, or you're just burning through it that fucking fast because right. it's, because it's it's, it's yeah. very fast digesting in general. Yeah. So, you know, especially like in, in a fat based thing, your body is just so between those two factors, either or or a combination of both in some ways. Um, I was just even smoking like even at, at the end of like my prep, my last like six weeks, I am smoking so much fucking weed that it's like. At the, the last four weeks, I stop because it messes with my munchies and I want to eat more than I can. <laughs> right. But my body fat's so low. Like, when I'm, like, six to seven weeks out from a show and I got enough food, I'm just, like, <laughs> just fucking smoking, like, all the... Just right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm double, double fisting all day. But no, so... And that's... Last prep was, like, why I decided to start Kush Nutra, the CBD company, because I was, like, okay, I need this. Other people in prep need this other extreme athletes that are throwing off their uh, cannabinoid systems through stress of training need this. Because uh, I also did like some like, uh, I, I went to uh, MAT, muscle activation techniques, like a school for rehab. So I'm very familiar with like all that kind of rehab and all the recovery times and stuff. So I was like, I was like people just need this and it needs to be affordable. Because like athletes, unless you're like in the top 10%, you really don't have money and you're really not like, you know, balling like you say you are, and, and, and there's, or, you know, like people think. Well, and CBD is very expensive, and, and, so. And, yeah, and so it's it's a it's a shift of both things. You have expensive product, people that are trying to be. Vitamins are expensive, protein, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything, and you don't, you don't, if you don't have sponsors, you, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. So I was like, okay, I just want to make this affordable because I want athletes to use this consistently because they want to use it and not be like me in prep where I think I bought like two or three bottles in prep, but really I could have probably bought like six or eight you know what i mean like just because i was going through it so much and so uh so explain to us what so we're looking at the bottle now so we're looking at a thousand milligram cbd bottle of kush nutra full spectrum cbd tincture 
So basically, it's a CO2 extracted uh, distillate, and the carrier oil is hemp seed oil. Mm. Um, I picked hemp seed oil in particular because a lot of companies like to pick uh, MCT oils as their base, but that actually um, some people get like the runs and like it passes through your system almost too quickly. If you're someone like me that has to do like 180 milligrams, and I really don't like MCT oils, so it was kind of a no-brainer for to per se avoid that and pick something like hemp seed oil because a that's where CBD comes from and two the hemp seed oil is uh it's the raw organic so you're getting all the omega benefits you're getting the GLA and you're getting so it's it's a very like it's a nutritional in a sense uh with that and so it's a sublingual obviously you can do it under your tongue but also I think uh it's very good to do um to put on your food and eat I think a lot of athletes just from those stresses I think we all have these biological weaknesses and so like it's kind of crazy because if you think about like through all sports you see athletes and then at the end of their career you're like dang I didn't know that they were battling this their whole life mm-hmm. and I, I kind of think being an athlete uh, like it exacerbates that like it, it increases whatever they're going on because they're doing something that's so demanding and so uh, a lot of them have a GI stuff Crohn's disease and that's all like digestion related and so I think along with the sublingual, it's important to put it on your food and eat it through digestion because that's one of the other things I noticed when coming to Colorado, the benefits of THC. I even don't like chocolate, but it's funny. I'll have chocolate edibles and my digestion will be like, it'll feel so good. Hmm. And Well, because we were talking about that before. How it, the, the, that. The, the, So basically you've got those uh, CBD or endocannabinoid receptors all over from sublingually like kind of in your throat. Uh, lymph, uh, lymphatic area, uh, transdermal on your skin, but also in your stomach. Uh, there, there's a ton of uh, receptors there. Um, and also very, some very interesting fat receptors that work uh, synergistically with hemp seed oil in particularly. Um, so that's the, the benefit of, of putting it there. So because, just put it on any food? Yeah, just, just uh, whether it be salads, chicken. Um, I, I, I put it in my smoothies in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, I've got I've got a jar of THC oil and I've got a jar of CBD oil and I put I've got actually this uh, hemp CBD protein so I do that banana strawberries put the oils in there do a little bit of peanut butter uh, some Greek yogurt and that's what I have in the morning to, to get my day started. Push pump shakes. That's fucking. <laughs> We're making those tomorrow. It's gonna be super green. It's it's awesome. <laughs> so, so you should tell everybody what. So I mean I'm looking at the oil. It's green. Um, and most oil people are familiar with now is kind of like an amber color. Right. Um, but this is full spectrum, so that's why it's green. So right. for one, when people are looking for it, I want them to know that if you're ever looking for a full spectrum, which I'm going to have you talk about full spectrum, right. make sure it's green and has a green color. Because that means it's you know, plant material, all the different benefits of the plant or like the whole plant is in that right. substance. And, and so the, the, my product is a, is a full spectrum product, which is there's ISO, which you see, which is they're actually going to be cheaper products and are a little bit uh, inferior. And if you actually watch the market trending, the price for CBD ISO is going down because people are starting to realize uh, the benefit of full spectrum, which is you're getting more than just CBD. Uh, you're getting the CBDA, you're getting CBG, CBN, CBL. I mean, there's a hundred different uh, cannabinoids. And actually, it's a very interesting point if you think about it because uh, the labs right now, they're only giving us back the ones that we desire, the ones that are profitable and, and worth detecting, you know? So 
in theory, it's kind of funny because sometimes you'll have customers and they'll get a product, it's full spectrum, and they'll like it, and they'll get another full spectrum and think it's different, but it's a different strain, and we're only testing for so many different cannabinoids that, okay, yes, we know we're getting X amount of CBD per milliliter, but maybe that one had a little bit more CBG in there, and you know, or you know, CBL, that's one that people really don't talk about, and it's kind of unheard of, and this, there's other, other things that aren't being detected, and so uh, that's something to consider, but that's the whole point of full spectrum, is you're getting everything uh, along with the plant, aside from just isolation of CBD. And I tell people, for the fitness people, it's like, do you want to eat all protein diet, or do you want protein, carbs, and fats? You know, mm-hmm. that's why people say have a, have a well-balanced diet. Same exactly. thing with, with, with your, uh, your CBD extraction. You want, you want a full-spectrum, well-balanced uh, profile that, that fits you. And I think that's also something that's very interesting is we have the one-to-one ratios for that, and then some people prefer more THC like myself. I just made a post on Instagram uh, calling myself a THC freight train because uh, <laughs> one day in Cali at the Blazers Cup, I did a 1,200 milligrams in one day. Jesus Christ. And I still drove home, and I was fine. I, I was ready. I was, I was trying to find a girl that night. I was ready to go. <laughs> But, uh, you know, some people aren't like that. Some people, uh, and, and it really comes down to people finding the right ratio of uh, CBD, THC, and terpenes. Um, terpenes are going to be, honestly, the kind of the, the gasoline that really kicks the fire if, if it's the right one. Because um, I, and it's funny, when I first started smoking weed, there was some strains just gave me fucking anxiety. I mean, you just, just freak out. And, uh, like I said, like a bad breakup and then some fucking indicas. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to trade this out. Like, you do very fine. I don't got my receipt. I lost it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but what I realized is it was the fuck, it was the terpenes. It was those strains that I really didn't like. And now that I'm up here, it's like, I'm starting to understand that it's really just a, a characteristic of, of smells that I really, really prefer. Right. And I've noticed that CBD has allowed me to try more indicas and more hybrids that typically would would give me anxiety. And, and so which C- so what strains do you like, or like CBD? Do, um, do you smoke CBD flower? You know, it's yeah, I do, but there's only so many strains on the market. There's and, not very many, and and, and that's what there's sucks. Like three. That's yeah, it's like Harley Quinn, uh, ACDC, and like a couple other things. And like the thing is, is a lot of grows are indoor which reduces the availability of CBD and other endocannabinoids. So you want something that's going to be grown outdoor to actually get your CBD. Um, so with that little sueños ambulance is what you're huh. looking for. Perfect <laughs> two-to-one ratio CBD to CHC. It's the plug. That's what's up. So carry on. So it's not even me preaching it; it's facts. It's yeah. Look at the numbers. Yeah. So if there's no CBD flower on the market, where is everybody getting the product for the <clears throat> CBD oil? Well, so it's coming from hemp, which yeah. is which is good, which is good because it allows this business to exist, oh, and you know uh, we're getting it from that plant, which is just a, a another. Okay. Family member of cannabis, right. but uh, as far as like the, the rec market, it, I mean, or I, I which why my med card to get CBD strains, but it's still just so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 
So it's two ways. So I mean, recreational people grow it like ourselves, and there's plenty of people who have strains. Um, surprisingly, what people are doing though is they are taking uh, CBD from the hemp plant, so total separate market, mm-hmm. and they're introducing it as an ingredient. Um, but the bad part about that is that it's usually in an isolate form, and so you're losing that whole plant benefit. Oh yeah. So there needs to be more of what you're doing, even if it's just CBD dominant. I mean, you need whole plant. And you know what I like more than CBD? CBDA. CBDA, yeah. I like CBDA, CBDA more because of the, the carboxylated acid. And once you digest that, it's a little bit stronger than CBD. And you're, so your body's converting more of it. The more end result from that is CBD versus when you just have CBD, your body breaks it down in your stomach and you're getting that result. When you have the CBDA, you're actually getting a little bit more. And it's funny, I, I, exper- I was using different products and me being like the fitness person and understanding all this different stuff I had some CBD products and I'm like oh yeah these are cool these are working great and then I was using some other products and I thought it was CBD but it was hella effective and I was like I was like yo I'm like these are the fucking jam and they were actually some, some different capsules and a couple of different tinctures that some friends had sent me from some different places and so I was like yo these are like work just as good as mine but I, I was like still I'm like okay I'm like well is the difference a carrier oil? Is it? Is there something else uh-huh. they're doing? Is there? Is the the distillate they're doing with a better process machine? Maybe uh-huh. you know. There, there's other things to consider with that. And then when I talked to them, they go, "Oh, yeah, it's CBDA." And I was like, oh, "You're like that's why." I was like, "That's why. That's <laughs> yeah. why." So. Um, so who else is on the market doing it like you? Like, is is there a lot of other companies that this is like? Because there's so many tincture companies. Like, yeah, you no. Google CBD tincture, and you're gonna be uh, looking for hours. So what does the <laughs> consumer do to know what they're looking for, what they're reading about, how to trust the company? I mean, it's just too many variables. I, I mean, on the label, you have to make sure that it says that there's CBD in the label, not hemp oil exactly. extract. Whole plant extract. It doesn't list any CBD. Yeah, there's there's some different phytocannabinoids. There's people out there putting some funny things on some labels. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but you know, I do look around the market, and uh, integrity is a big thing for me. And I think that's why people do come to me as a source because they know I don't bullshit and I'm pretty honest. And like, you know, if I'm putting my label on this, like. They know I smoke like they know I smoke good weed and my CBD tinctures are fire. You know what I'm saying? Those are on point. Well, there's so, only two ingredients in this. Yeah, and so the label should only really be two ingredients, um, or make sure there's CBD in there, and then whatever carrier oil. Some people like to do different uh, ratios of like uh, flaxseed oil and then sunflower seed oil, but honestly, like, the, and I've seen. They have lots of benefits, but to me, the most beneficial one is hemp seed oil, and I feel like that almost works synergistically with the CBD. Um, if isolate, obviously, like that's going to be inferior. So if you see any kind of variation to that, Absolutely. then you know that you're getting a lesser product. Um, and I mean, I'll say it out there: I've got one of the most affordable, per se, lower lower price products. I mean, my bottle is fifty dollars with shipping. It comes with fifty five ninety five for a 500 milligram bottle and some people even I've seen them do 15% off and still can't come as low as my price whenever they're having a sale and I'm not so um, but you get what you pay for I mean if there's if there's I've seen like on a thousand milligram bottles you got to watch on those because people put isolate on those and I've seen those for like 60 bucks 50 bucks and that's and then they see mine and they go 
dude, yours is so expensive. And I go, nah, Mine's well, this is, this is a full spectrum, and actually this is really affordable because if you look at other companies, uh, it's a little bit more. And, you know. But that's the unfortunate thing. The consumer doesn't know. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people, I think there's some, look, I understand margins in sourcing, and I'm not saying that if you charge more, like, you're a piece of shit, but some people are, like, definitely price gouging in the market. Like, I see some thousand milligram bottles for, like, $150, and I'm like, and, and my thing is, like, how do you create a customer with that? That's such a heavy expense. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Because I, I, I try these CBDs, but then I'm like, okay, I go to buy it. I'm like, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on and, that bottle. And that's literally, that's that's me a year ago doing a show when right. I want, when I want to win and I want to compete. Like, I want something affordable. And so that's why with my company at the bottom line, that's like really what I want for the athlete. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people are like uh, being very receptive to it because that's my whole point. Like... As long as you guys are getting it, that's good. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, you're trying to help them. Yeah, help mine's a, a honest, a honest product for an honest price, and you know, if, for whatever benefits, you know, it, it has to. It's there. That's yeah. awesome. I, think I mean, what always drives the price is always the commodity at the end of the day. So, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, hemp has to be legalized all across the U.S. and CBD has to be an available option in all of the U.S. at least so we can start cultivating more of it to drop the price so it's affordable. Because yeah. I totally agree that there's probably so many people out there that have shunned CBD because they've either bought it and not bought a full spectrum and not got the effect they want. And they're like, screw that, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or there's people that just cannot get over that barrier to try it. Um, yeah. Because they see a very expensive bottle and they're like... Even I'm the same way. And I mean, I, <laughs> like, if I want to spend it, I could probably buy it. But I'm like, that's a huge investment for something that I don't know if I'm going to use a lot or need a lot. You know? Yeah. So that's the thing. Okay, so... Exactly. So CBD is a hard sell, I feel like, because you don't really feel it instantly, right? You, you're going to get high off the THC ASAP. But the CBD, you don't feel those effects. So, like, I've done this a couple of times, too. Like, you try and you're like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah, And then proceed. Like, how do you get people over that hump? Because I do think it's a process. Like, once you get to a certain point, you realize and you're good. Well, I think that goes into... I think... Uh, Either it, it kind of goes into people's body types and their misinformation trying CBD because, number one, I get a lot of people that try CBD drops. They don't do a full drop. Okay. They're, they're taking it incorrectly. Uh-huh. And then uh, people don't realize that there's no overdose in this for our system. This isn't like any other thing we're taking. So I think in reality, I think a lot of people are, are closer to the... 100 and 150 milligram daily dosage a day than we realize and so when you first start taking it it takes about seven to ten days and then you kind of hit that double up period i tell people after seven to ten days you should probably double your dose because after that point you kind of stop feeling stuff and you're like okay well is this not working but you need more and i've had a lot of people say oh i was doing two drops and then i I don't know man and i go double it and they go oh yeah i feel it now and they go, fuck, dude, that's four drops a day. That's 120 milligrams. I go, dude, I told you. Yeah. I go, you need, you, some people need that much. And so I think that's the big thing is, is, is people don't, they're not willing to go up in the dosage. Because if you look at clinical studies, some people are doing 400 to 600 milligrams of CBD in a day. Right. You know, they tested CBD for anxiety. I think it was like in some studies up to like 650 milligrams. And people still didn't get any anxiety from and, it. And we're using a one dropper, which is how many milligrams? Twenty-five milligrams. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and there's there's people I know that have arthritis, and they're using three hundred milligrams a day, three hundred fifty milligrams a day. When they order from me, they're ordering three bottles, and that's for a month. 
You know what I mean? They're ordering four bottles, and that's and they're re-upping again and getting another two bottles. And I'm like, I'm like, holy shit! But it, it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's also where I think um, I'm really excited to kind of work on some CBDA products because I'm interested for them, for people with arthritis, to see if they get more out of it. You know, um, and and uh, some better. Uh, I wonder if because arthritis is like in your hands, but obviously you're doing a tincture and it's stopping it. Granted, it's in your head and there's a lot of receptors up there, but I'm curious if you're just digesting it and it's in your digestive tract for a longer time, if that's going to have any benefit to, you know, the, the release of it, um, of CBD over time. Interesting. I, I encourage <laughs> somebody out there listening to research that and get back to us because that'd be kind of cool. Come on, Jared. Let's, yeah, Jared, you research it. Jared's on. Jared's sandbagging right now. He's, he's a smart one here. I'm just, I'm just a bodybuilder just, bla- just blabbing about possible ideas. He's like, no. Nah, he's, he's like, I, he's like, I already studied that shit. Us. He's like, you're wrong. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's gonna drop me an email tonight with an invoice. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's my time, man. Take it or leave it. Nah. So I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I probably do. I could probably comment, but not without some like facts in front of me. I will say though. So this is cool. This goes back to what you were saying before. Um, at the conference of CSU Pueblo a couple weeks ago, there was one of the doctors there, and don't quote me, I'll try to find it, and I'll throw a link up on our website or something, but he showed that below 50% or 50 milligrams of, T- of CBD, literally no effect on your body. And so he was like, no matter what, you need 50 milligrams and up. You have to start at 50. Like, no matter what, when you're dosing, you have to start at 50 and then go up from there. See? Um, so even like your bottle, I mean, it's a 25 milligram dropper essentially. So you got to take two of those to even like get a baseline effect. And I think that's what a lot of people out there need to know is stuff like that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And so, I, but I mean, that goes back to there's a lot of this information and education that's like being held on to and not being shared. That's part of the podcast here. Yeah. Um, We're educating. Educating. And then we encourage anybody listening to do the same, like research on your own, listen to us, go talk to people, go educate. Um, I mean, that's what you'd have to do every day, too, I'm sure, at the battle. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think maybe we'll talk about CBD and the digestion rates. Wait, hold on. Did you like that? That was good, huh? Uh, this is actually, yes, it's like, fire. So it's supposed to be like watermelon bubblicious. That, I did taste the watermelon. Did I, I, I did. I, I, I fucked with it. You it's might good. see it if you, if you smoke it again. So that's my boy, Eureka Vape. <laughs> Another plug. You, Hit up Tom. You, Hit up Eureka. Eureka's got the good Yo, the Eureka. Eureka. We're going to do a Kush Pump collabo for pre-workout vapes. Ooh. Holler at your boy. I'll, I'll put you in touch with boy. Tom. Tom, listen, we're coming your way, man. Tom, <laughs> podcast next week. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say we should talk about uh, the digestion rates because people don't really understand how like fast CBD digests. It, it Subliminally yes. and through your liver, it's rather rapid. Um, within four to five hours, if you've taken like your 50 milligrams, you're pretty, your body has already pretty much gone through that. Oh. Um, unless it's like your first time taking it. Like I said, my first time taking it, and I took a nap, and I kind of felt weird those first few days. Give yourself seven to ten days, and usually some of that weird stuff comes off. But uh, it digests really fast. So sometimes people, they say like, hey, uh, it's like the day after they try it for their first time, and they're like, they're like, I'm feeling weird. I'm like, bro, that shit's long digested. Just like you said, 50 milligrams. Especially if they didn't do 50 milligrams, yeah. and they're hitting me up the no, morning after, God. saying they're feeling something. <laughs> Bro, like, no, you're just dehydrated. Drink some fucking water, have your coffee, and take we'll some CBD. <laughs> so, uh, but th- I guess that'd be uh, sublingually. And then I guess there's inhalation, which is going to be the most popular. Well, not popular, but vaping is very popular. So people like... Uh, do you like vaping over paper? 
vapor over vapor. So vaping is an option uh, <laughs> for CBD. Hashtag vapor over paper. Lucy's plug of the month right here. Uh, just so you guys Denver. know, I love papers, and I'm probably going to drop my own papers by the end of the year. Ooh. So if Fish you pump papers, if you got vapor over paper going on, I'm fucking boycotting. Me and Jared are gonna. We're we're gonna get have our Eureka vapors. We're set. Yeah, we're just fucking Eureka. This is not good. <laughs> okay, we gotta got circle back. Paper over paper. Paper over this paper. This is what happens week. when you get lit on the podcast. Yeah, but thanks uh, Eureka. <laughs> yeah. But the, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a sublingual option, and that happens really fast. Uh, I mean, you're gonna feel that within 20 minutes. So if you take if you take your one to two drops, and you don't feel anything within 15 to 20 minutes. Take another one because... What should you be feeling? Yeah, what do you feel? Yeah, what's this feeling? So CBD is a homeostatic balancer. So you're going to feel more centered. Whatever you have going on, you're going to feel more balanced. So sometimes it's mental issues. Sometimes you're going to be like you were stressing. So you feel less, that less maybe pinch behind your blade. You're like, oh, you know, um, I I tell people it's like mental clarity. um, Because not that like THC gave me... It helps me focus, but with CBD, it was even more of a focus. Yeah. It was like I could see the scope an extra hundred yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Lucy did a good episode with hers with the Green Love a while back with a bit of mindful meditation. Uh, we kind of talked about that a little bit, but it's uh, it's hard to explain. Like what you feel with CBD because I even I experienced the same thing when I was taking it. It was like hard to notice it set in until you like look back and you're like, wow, like that <laughs> issue. Later, yeah. I stopped caring about that. Didn't really give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. Like you're, especially when you work out. So I used to swim a lot, and so I would smoke some before or take an edible usually. Um, and it was crazy when I could swim. I just like felt that like my reaches were longer, my body was more flexible, mm-hmm. and then I could feel like my whole body. So if I wasn't like contracting an ab somewhere and I was dragging a leg, like I could feel that and like lock it in, and I'm good. Um, but it's all stuff that, like, you don't notice it until, like, you're looking back. Yeah. So I think maybe yeah. that's part of it, too. It's, yeah, and I, I think that's, like, almost a benefit, you know what I mean? Because yeah. because it, uh, we, we associate, uh, like, short-term memory loss with, like, a bad thing. You know what I mean? If you're in a bad mood and you got to change your mind, and then you fucking take a drop, and an hour later, you're like, oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> duh. That's, like, that's that's what you needed. You right. needed to change your state of mind. this video yesterday, and it was last night, and it's this guy who's, like, staring at his, at his, uh, his, like, his desk, and it's got a stain on it. And he was talking about how marijuana removes stains from his desk and stuff. So I'm like, oh, God, it's an anti, like, marijuana ad. Let's watch this. And so he's sitting there, and he pulls the weed out, and he's staring at the thing with the rag there. And he smokes some weed, and he stares at it, and he's like, holy shit. It worked. <laughs> so I'm like, what the world's going on here? And then he's like, I don't care about the stain no more. I don't give a shit. Fuck that stain. Yeah, see? And he's like, marijuana worked. Marijuana made the stain go away. And I was like, so. No, for sure. So and, and so then, uh, and some people have like a light on feet feeling with CBD. Um, a what? Light on feet. Oh. This is like a Red Bull advertisement. Tower. <laughs> I was like, wings. a what? <laughs> yeah, like that. No, I've been trying to smoke CBD at the gym before the gym. It's been nice. Uh, it's I like it. Uh, I've been smoking Lucy's CBD Pot Zero Holler. I like microdosing CBD before the gym, like 20, 50 milligrams. Well, I think I would be like, like microdosing. Like, like I, I think like just twenty five for some reason. If it's late in the day, I don't like taking a lot of CBD before the gym. If it's like, if I'm doing like an 11 o'clock workout, 
I could do 100 milligrams and I'll be fine. I'm like, yo, this fucking pump's awesome. But I've noticed that later in the day, and I think that's because it's a homeostatic balancer. Later in the day, I want to go to bed, you know? Uh, And so doing too much, and I think you start kind of setting your circadian rhythms a certain way. And so then you don't want to go have a bunch of blood flow, you know? Yeah. Blood flow is like is like a byproduct of, of CBD and it happens because it's opening up different channels and stuff and like pain relief. But there's also like different kinds of like inflammation, you know, that require blood flow regardless. So I still think, I think that's what's going on like in your body with certain things, you know. So I take the CBD at night. Like I don't really think that's a, me personally, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's just me just like experimenting because I train in the morning, yeah. middle of the day, at night. And that's part of it is taking notes. It, it sucks because it's my body and it's all anecdotal, but at the same time, when I do talk to my friends about it and try and get some explanation, you have to, like, we're just trying to follow a thought process. Right, right, you, you right. Know, it makes sense. We try and be, like, at least concise with it, you know what I mean? Right. But also at the same time, we do ask. Yeah. Well, just, um, I mean, you know this more than me. Um, building muscle is all about getting, you know, macronutrients to your muscles and protein and stuff and things that can build it. Um, so maybe with CBD reducing inflammation, that would lead to increased blood flow. So that not only increases nutrient delivery, but also you know everything else you need for those nutrients to rebuild. Is yeah, that part I, of it. Or what'd you say? Is that part of it? Oh, a- absolutely. Reducing inflammation is a huge part of it. My <clears throat> my sacrum area is typically a little uh, always inflamed, and so um, doing leg days and then back days, that whole sacrum area, like if I do them too close, it it, it would bother me. And I started doing CBD more and taking enough. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can train back today. I don't got to wait until the next yeah. day. And so you're able to get more effective workouts in. You're not training like you're hurt or like you're feeling uh, a tender muscle. Um, so your training's better, but then the recovery after is good. And uh, with CBD and THC, like helping blood flow. Um, so there's inflammation, and people like to associate inflammation as a bad thing. But actually, there's something called nutrigenic inflammation, and that has to set in before the actual bad inflammation sets in. So if the good inflammation, if the nutrigenic inflammation, that's what delivers like all the nutrients to start help the repairing process and stuff, if that doesn't set in first, you're never going to start the recovery process. So that's actually why if you read articles now, people are saying don't ice your muscles because that's really? stopping the nutrigenic inflammation. You're pausing it, and that still then eventually has to set in. And so you're, you can, people, people over ice an yeah. issue, and, and that's why. Oh, I experienced that. Yeah. So I don't know, I totally agree, but that's interesting. So, <clears throat> so I think CBD uh, definitely has some interesting um, synergistic properties with, with the recovery that I think it's maybe maybe the CBD is shuttling that nutrigenic inflammation in it to reduce it that much faster because it does reduce inflammation a lot. You know what I mean? It's That's one of the major properties of CBD. So I have to imagine if nutrigenic inflammation has to set in, well then CBD is definitely at some point being a catalyst to that process, kickstarting it, finishing you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point in the loop, it's either pushing or pulling you a little bit quicker. Yeah. So, um, Interesting. Yeah, there's... Wow. <laughs> there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot to it, which is cool, um, and I think that's like the beauty in it altogether. It's like you don't really know yet where it's working, but you know it's working. And so, right. I mean, no matter what, you got to keep moving forward and educating until you get to where like 100%. Okay, here's what it's doing. Oh, for sure. And it's, I think uh, one thing is is interesting is like uh, tolerance is. I think we have to understand that 
Okay, so CBD is not a milligram per kilogram supplement or drug. Just because me and you might weigh the same does not mean we require the same amount of CBD. Or just because Lucy's a smaller girl, she should never go above 100 milligrams. Everyone's different, but we do have CBD receptors in our muscles. And muscles do grow, and athletes do progress and kind of start building this physique, whatever sport you are, you could look at LeBron James from his rookie year till now, look at me from my first year till now. And so I think it's interesting that I, I'm kind of curious that like, does a CBD count go up for someone like us who continues to add muscle mass and we continue to eat food and need all this high demanding stuff until our 40s? Our athletes are playing longer than ever right now. So could something like that, could some high level athlete be, you know, Typically, CBD goes down with your age or your uh, your ratios, but for someone like an athlete, could it continue to go up until a certain point longer than, you know, the normal population? So I think that's something to maybe consider um, with athletes. I don't know if, if you know about that per se and muscles and receptors and stuff per se with CBD. No, I know your muscles have a lot of receptors. Yeah. I used to think, and I, there was like a theory out there when I was studying neuroscience was that Actually, your memories, I mean, there's muscle memories, like 100% thing, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy when you think about it, that it's like the same stuff that happens in your brain happens in your muscles. <laughs> and they used to think that memories used to be just like a long chain rhythm of just memories and different muscles and stuff. And that's 100% what it is. Yeah. And those are all based on receptors. So like T or CBD, when you take it, it's, it's going to be throughout your body and mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Which is cool. That's cool. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we, should we be out? Should we be done? You want to talk more? I, I, I don't know. I think, I think that's pretty much... I think that was good. I think we could sit here and talk we, for we, hours. We, we could just guys. ramble because this is just good stuff, though. Yeah, I know. This, it's this, so this is what good. people want to hear, though. I know, right? People want to know. So here's some homework for you. Because what we do... <laughs> oh, we're gonna, we, uh, this is good. So we, we bring people back on. We haven't done it yet because we just have a huge list. But at some point... Fish Bump's going to be back on. Don't he's forget about me. This. Oh. And he's going to be killing it by then. Yep, because he's got he some now. big stuff coming on his fall. Happen. I already but know what about I want it. you to do, which is huge to me, so bodybuilders, and I was thinking about this earlier, bodybuilders have a shortened uh, lifespan because of how intense they work their body. Same thing with pro athletes. And mm-hmm. you look at people in the NFL right now with CTE is a huge thing. I did sports my entire life, anything under the sun, and I didn't think about it until now. Now it's like, Jesus Christ, my body hurts in places I never thought it could hurt. Um, and so they do affect your body. So what I want to know is how does cannabinoids, THC, CBD, CBG, CBN, CBL, all those different things affect longevity of your life? Because it does show that it's a life enhancer and blah, blah, blah. So I want to know, can it help athletes? For sure. Pretty bluntly. I will look we'll into it. Out. Yeah. Fuck. That would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I definitely think they're, I mean... Yeah, we just got to, I'm going to start looking now. Look <laughs> That'll be the next one. All right, everybody, we're going to be out. And, and actually, that. I'll plug my website. Okay, yeah, we got, oh yeah, we got to hear about all that. Let's hear. I plug the website right. at least, my social go media. Ahead, ahead, ahead. Ahead. Find my boy, so on Facebook, I'm just Lamar Burr Jr. Um, if you add me or follow me, I'm going to apologize. And I'm going to apologize. I'm just a real fucking person. <laughs> and, I po- you know. and I post some stuff on Facebook that... Made my mom unfollow me. So, <laughs> so, 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 if you're a snowflake, um, don't don't follow me on there. But uh, on Instagram, I'm Mr. Pump, uh, and then I'm also Kush uh, Dot Pump. 
those are my two Instagrams, and you'll see one's kind of bodybuilding, and then one's like my stoner personality, so follow both of those. And then the website is just kushpump.net, not .com. Uh, all the products are on there. We're re-upping on some apparel, and we got some more stuff coming this summer that's going to be fucking dope. I'm really excited for this summer. We got some cool products, so some CBD protein and some other different capsules and stuff like that. So I would encourage all of you, if you don't know about um, some of the products you use, and reach out to Kush. Kush knows a lot, extremely knowledgeable. Um, even, I mean, this is what I always do. So even if you don't buy his product, I'm pretty sure he's going to steer you in the right direction. But I would encourage you to buy his product because it looks fucking awesome, honestly. He's done his homework. Um, so hit him up, follow him, and stay tuned with uh, what he's doing in the future. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate yeah, it. It was absolutely. fun. Yeah, for sure. And with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. All right, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Laters.